0: Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast, where we bring you the heart and soul in sports with your hosts, Brad Perry and Tanner Perry. Now, from the backwoods of East Tennessee, two knuckleheads to help you navigate the field, the mat, the court, and the track. Hey, welcome to the Intentional Coach K- Podcast. This is Coach Barry, and I'm here with Coach T. It's good to uh, have you join us today. We have a great episode today. We're talking about uh, working hard. Work ethic is our, is our theme for the day. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about getting into this and uh, just uh, pouring into you as a coach uh, to help you set the example. One of the phrases we use a lot uh, is be the example, not the exception. And I think this is one of those places, Coach T, where uh, intentionally we have to step up and and our athletes, uh, if you're a head coach, your coaching staff has to see us setting a standard in in this area of work ethic. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, our kids need to see that, right? They need to see that example of, you know, as a coach, you need to be the hardest worker in the room, you know, you need to be the guy focusing on the little things and the guy that they can look to when, you know, that grind starts to get tough. Because I know, I know in wrestling, for us, like, the, the wrestling grind is rough. <laughs> I mean, you're going to camps, you're going to – but every sport is, is like that. They have their own grind. Um, yeah,
0: every sport has its its yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and, and as a coach, uh, I can't really expect my athletes to work hard if I'm not working hard. Uh, and that's one – one of the reasons why we say, you know, be the example, not the exception. You mentioned being the hardest working guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a standard that your athletes are looking uh, to meet and and to match. And, of course, you're going to have some that just they don't like to work. So uh.
1: Yeah, but those are – I mean, you're just going to have to deal with those. Like, it, you've got to find ways to to resonate with them to make them – I guess, learn. Sometimes it's hard. It's really hard with those situations, though, because it's like no matter how bad I I teach, like want to teach them and try to teach them and try to, you know, motivate them to, you know, get that work work ethic up, it just doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's real tough because a lot of times in those situations we got a kid who just don't want to put out the effort, um, it's an environmental thing at home um, Mm. that, that you know, we have a few hours of practice a day. Uh, we know we're very influential. We know we're making lasting impacts on our athletes if we're intentional coaches. Uh, but there's also other uh, environmental factors there yeah. uh, that that sometimes is really hard to overcome in a couple hours. Even harder if my athletes see me uh, not putting in the effort. It, oh, probably
1: know. next to impossible. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: that, I mean, that's why I think, you know, just right off the get-go, if we're talking about uh, an in- intentional coach has a strong work ethic, uh, you really have to set that example so your athletes and your coaching staff see that around you. Uh, I love what uh, the Apostle Paul writes in Colossians 3. Um, there's two verses in there that really re- resonate, but uh, he says, whatever you do, do it with your whole heart. mm mm-hmm. So, so don't half step. If you're going to be a coach, uh, then be the best coach you can be. Put in the effort. Put in the time. Put in the work. Now, it, there is one thing to be said about working smarter, not harder, as well. Yeah,
1: that's what I was about to. I was about to get into that a little bit because I'm, I'm, I tried to be very conscious of that. Work smarter and harder. You know, work harder does not really necessarily, or work smarter does not necessarily mean you don't work hard. It doesn't. It actually means the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot of times it's harder to work smart than it is just to physically get after it.
0: Yeah. My father-in-law told me it's. It's a long time ago. I, I remember him saying one time, uh, it's better to work with your brain than with your butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's you know there's there's systems that you can set up that take care of some of the tasks that are just drag you out of the room especially nowadays uh, they drag you off the field that yeah. keep you from actually working um you know coach wise there's apps out there that you, you know you can download and schedule you know communication is always a big thing and there's there's ways that you can communicate smarter instead of you know trying to call every athlete at one time i think you need that personal interaction um but there's ways that you can you can work smarter so what are, what are some of the things that you found that have been helpful for you? So I have a couple. I'm, I'm one of those uh, over-the-top kind of guys. Um,
1: so when I think about a, a, a task um, that I need to make happen, you know, every day or every two days or every three days or whatever, I try to figure out a way to automate that as much as I can to where it just happens. I don't really have to think about it. Um, it's not easy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and sometimes, you know, I take it too far. For instance, uh, I have, you know, I like I like gaming. I have a PS4. I like all that stuff. Um, I fight. I do all that stuff. And I have uh, a little section in my garage that is all voice automated because I'm extra as can be. <laughs> <laughs> extra. <laughs> and so I try to make you know little tasks and stuff on on my on my Echo, um, you know, like my to-do lists and, and, you know, meditation and stuff like that, just to where I say, hey, Alexa, blah, 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 do this, and they know, and it gets done. Uh, but like I said, I'm extra.
0: Just a little extra. Just a little
1: extra. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just one of my ways. Um, you know, making a schedule I think is, is key. I think having your morning routine. I think stuff like that is key to to automating automating some of these tasks.
0: We're going to do an episode on having a morning routine, and I think that's uh, you know key to starting your day well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you start your day well, uh, then it, the, things just seem to go smoother for for most people anyway. Um, so so I think that being prepared and getting a good start uh, helps in that effort to 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 be the example and not the exception to hard work. Uh, I let mean, let me just a couple tips. Um, you know, we're, we're as a coach, um, I think setting that example is key, and here's some areas I think that, that really sometimes we miss the boat on. Mm-hmm. Um, be on time. If practice starts at three, the coach should have the room open and ready, the field open and ready, set up, uh, and that takes work. Can't shy away from that work of being there. I can't expect my athletes to, to come to practice on time. If I'm not on time, mm-hmm. um, I like to be ready. Uh, so when when they show up on the football field, I, I'm dressed for practice and ready to go, and setting the example on what I want uh, or the standard on what I want the athletes to look like when they show up uh, for practice. Um, I think that's that's really key. You mentioned you know having a plan. Uh, there's nothing worse than a baseball practice, football practice, basketball practice, where you're just winging it. Uh, okay, what are we going to do? Um, and we joke about that, you know, in our practices sometimes, but
1: because we do it, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> we
0: do uh, occasionally. But I always have. Okay, I know we need to work on this. Here,
1: here is the here is the thing that I think about though with our personality and with the way that we run practices. It's very easiest for us to, especially when we have a small group, you know, we like the other day or yesterday we had, you know, four, right. With a small group, it's a whole lot easier to wing it than it is with a football team of 60 players. Oh, absolutely. You you don't have any room for error, uh, with, with 60 kids, Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: but also looking at not can you do it, but are you being the most effective, Yeah, Yeah. you know, you know, the title of our podcast is intentional. Are you being intentional if you come in? Now, I th- I think there's no. something to be said for intentionally planning days that are going to be a little lax, a little easier, mm-hmm. a little you know we we can beat our athletes and our staff. We have to our death. recovery days, yeah. and those days, but plan those things. So yeah, uh, be on time, uh, be prepared, have what you need to have. I think this is one of those oh I gotta go get a whistle or I gotta go get a cone or I gotta go you know, some of that's just lack of preparation and not putting in the time. Yeah. Um not putting in the work to be ready to go. Um and then and then you look unprepared, you look like you haven't put in the work, and then your athletes don't have to put in the work. Yeah. Uh I think those are just some little tips that help with being there. Um uh, I really think that, that verse Paul writing to the church in Colossians says a whole lot. Do whatever it is you do, do it with your whole heart, as if for the Lord and not for men. Um, so, you know, you don't coach, not at the high school level, not in East Tennessee anyway, for the money.
1: No, um, absolutely not. You got to
0: love. You got to love sport. You got to love being around athletes and other coaches. Um, you know, so if you're doing what you love to do do it well. Um, You know, I think another phrase, we just used this yesterday, we were uh, doing some strength and conditioning for a basketball team and, uh, you know, don't settle for mediocrity. Uh, You know, we were talking to the guys after, you know, after our workout and just was just stressing that idea of, you know, when you don't work hard, you're going to be good. But if you want to be great, you got to work. Yeah. You, you know you don't surpass mediocrity by just lackadaisical going through you know a workout or going through a practice or going through a training session you you gotta put in the time you gotta put in the energy you gotta you gotta make the effort uh to be really good
1: and you gotta work smarter i think I think you can be good by working hard you can be great um but But until you start working smarter and actually start learning your craft, then instead of just doing it, you know, during practice, then you'll never take it to the next level. It's not going to happen as a coach and as you know, it goes back to our leaders, our learners.
0: Yeah, we got to continually be be learning, and then and then, but if I have that knowledge and I don't put in the work, what good is the knowledge? It's it's it, useless. You know, it's and I, absolutely useless. You know, I can know I can know my craft, I can know my team, but if I don't put in the effort, if I don't put in the work, mm-hmm. uh then that's useless knowledge. It's just trivia. It's balance. It's, um,
1: everything's about balance, right? It's balance having, is
0: really really important, yes.
1: It's having the 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 work ethic to and the grit to get this stuff done, but also the wherewithal to know what needs to be done.
0: Yes, but I just I you know, I'm I think that hard work effort really plays a huge role in the middle of competition. Though, if you got a oh, guy right. or a team that just they're just after it, it is it is demoralizing. Um, you know, how can I break this team? How can I, mm-hmm. you know, they're just they just outwork you. And I I know you know from a coach's standpoint, um, one of the guys that I've always admired because I am a wrestler, but Dan Gable he would always tell his teams to outwork your opponent. Outwork your opponent. You know, and if I'm not willing to put in the work, it doesn't really matter how much I know and sometimes I can know less. And it's just demoralizing because I just don't quit working. I just keep going. And long term, yes, you gotta take those recovery days. You gotta be smart. You gotta, you know, you gotta learn your craft from a, from a knowledge standpoint, but I was never that gifted as an athlete, but just, I'm going to put in the time. I'm going to put in the effort. I'm going to, I'm going to work. And, and I won some competitions that I probably shouldn't have just because of that work ethic. Right. So we talk about, you know, those tips of just putting in the time of being on time, coming in prepared Um, having the equipment that you need to have you're talking about uh, a lot of energy before you ever get to the practice field but when you put in the work what happens on the practice field and in the games goes a whole lot smoother
1: yes it does Um,
0: so yeah i mean on the flip side of that if you don't then you know Practices
1: ex- look chaotic. Yeah, you you're running ex- back and forth trying to get things, and it's
0: you expect some train wrecks to happen. Uh, yeah, so um I, I think a key to to doing that is organization. Uh, plan your day, plan your week, plan your month. Um, sometimes we're not very good at that, but um, I think that does help when you're when you just map it out. There's only so many hours in the day; you can only work so many of them. Uh, as an intentional coach, you also got to be intentional at home. Uh, if you have a spouse, uh, you got to be intentional with that. So there's got to be some balance, like Coach T said, um, and that balance happens best if if you're organized with it.
1: Yeah, you have to be organized. i like I I know that the weeks where I'm not scheduling my stuff. I'm just I'm all over the place. I don't nothing gets done. Because it's like, oh, i got all this stuff to get done. And then what usually happens is I have a day like yesterday where I just get everything done that I can possibly get done. <laughs>
0: it's a roadrunner effect. Exactly. You know, road roadrunner, sit there and spin his legs for a few seconds and then he takes off and screech and halt and then spin his legs <laughs> yep. and then takes off. That, that's, you know, that's tough. And it's also tough when, when I – because I do that as well sometimes, Coach Steve. When I do that – it's hard for me to set that example for my athletes, you know, to be consistently hardworking mm-hmm. and consistently, you know, putting in the time and the effort. That's and, what
1: it's about It's consistency.
0: Yeah, just being consistent. Um, and, and it takes some planning to be consistent. Uh, so uh, make sure that you're putting in that time. Make sure you're putting in that effort.
1: That's Bruce Lee's, I fear not the man who – when is it? I, I don't fear the man who knows 10,000 kicks. I know I fear the man who trains one kick 10,000 times.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because that man's putting in the work. Yeah. Putting in the work. And it's consistent. And, and he's going to master that if he's working on it that much. You know, what we work on, we get better at. So, if I'm putting in the work, I'm going to be a better coach. Now – I might be a better one-dimensional coach, and we know from our standpoint with FCA, we want to go to that second and third dimension, not just you know coaching the, the physical aspect, but the mental aspect and, and eventually the spiritual, the heart and soul of the athlete. And, and I need to be working on that as well. Uh, how do I get to that next level uh, as a three-dimensional coach and, and the effort that it takes? Being an intentional coach is, is harder than just – being a coach yes so yeah. so if we're going to be that three-dimensional intentional coach then it, we have to work hard we i mean we got to be we got to be after it and uh, and be smart about how we're getting after it so if you think about uh those hard-working coaches in your life um what are some things that would stand out Silence. (laughs) You go first. Well, I think um, I wrestled freestyle for Coach Bill Brommer here in East Tennessee and and just the relational conversations. And this was back in the 80s, but the relational conversations that he would have um, sometimes as a team, but a lot of times just individually. And it was kind of just his – personality i guess but just he took the time and did the work to build relationships with a lot of us mm-hmm. and you know everybody who knows a person knows him from a different perspective but i know snow for me personally he was an, a he was a coach that was very influential because he took the time to be relational mm-hmm. and and that takes time and it takes energy and that, those are minutes and Hours that he could have been home or relaxing on the couch, but yeah. he was talking to this punk high school kid who was just an average mm-hmm. athlete, mm-hmm. Uh, trying to be influential. and And that, I think that is work. So I think you know, a hardworking coach is. You know, I, I mentioned earlier, he, he's on time. He does what he says he's going to do. He's prepared. He's planned his practices. He he's knowledgeable of his craft but he's also i think relational so I, and i think that that for a three-dimensional coach uh that's a key element in putting in the time and the effort it takes to build relationships with athletes and sometimes i mean let's be honest we can't really probably shouldn't say this you know publicly within our school. but some kids are hard to like yeah they and are. it's a lot of work to build relationships with kids and parents and other coaches that are just tough. So, so I think that's, that's one of those characteristics of a hardworking coach that just, um, it, it it was influential in my life as an athlete and as a coach that he worked really hard to build relationships.
1: Mm -hmm. I can't say it any better than that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I think there's also, there's also that, that we don't think about this, um, those times where you just you're real as a coach, yeah. Um, and I, I know a baseball coach that used to. Uh, he would get you know practice was over and they'd, they'd be hanging out and he would get down on one knee and he could hit a baseball out of a high school baseball park. It's probably three twenty five fence uh, on one knee and and you know we you know his teams just saw him as this folk hero because yeah. You know, he would laugh and goof off and make up nicknames for him and then just crush a baseball. Uh, it's ridiculous. And, you know, and it was like that is a hardworking guy. You know, he's working hard to build relationships, to make the sport – you know baseball's a think a man's game. Sometimes you sit out in right field for an entire game, don't get a ball hit to you, but they're laughing and having fun after practice and those athletes want to be there and they want to be around that coach, and then he's being influential. Mm-hmm. he's making an impact. so I think that's another area where you got to work hard and and I don't make a lot of i think most every coach would would admit that you got to work hard on learning your sport. Mm-hmm. you know you can't coach what you don't know really difficult uh, so I would say that y- you know you got to learn your sport but there's those other aspects of it uh, that sometimes go unnoticed and we don't work on them and because we don't work on them uh, we miss it So we don't want to miss it no um, for a lot of our our influence we get one shot. Yeah, we get four years with the Four years, that's it. And uh, we got to make the most of that, and we don't have time to be lazy. No. We don't have time to be lazy. Because the reality is, uh, for a lot of our our athletes, we're going to be the most influential people during that four years. Mm -hmm. So we, we just don't have time to sit back and relax and say, oh, it'll be okay. It might, but it might not be so we got to get to work what else you got coach T get to work get to work <laughs> hey we're uh, glad that you joined us today we're here in East Tennessee uh Impact Community Center um, trying to work hard with fellowship christian athletes and we hope this episode helps you uh get to work as well so just a couple tips to uh to kind of reiterate stress um Know your role as a coach. Know your influence. Be on time. Be prepared. Plan. Know your craft. Be real. Work hard on building relationships and making a difference in the lives of the athletes that God has put under your charge. Hey, it's Coach Perry. Uh, glad you joined us, and Coach T. Uh, we're out of here. We hope you have a great week. See so you. Wouldn't want to be you. Thank you for listening to the intentional coach podcast, the place you can come every week to find your heart and soul in sports.